that that wasn't what I was doing. I was mostly just, <clears throat> just trying throwing to under the paint bus. you as a bad person. Yeah, but... I was, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain. Like, do I have anti-Semitic jokes that I say and don't realize? I'm like, <laughs> see, that's like, the goal. This, is this a problem I didn't know I had? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to like. Now that I'm here, you just have to like tell me all of your jokes, and I'll just be able to tell you straight up. You know, if they are, or they aren't. So let's start this episode with Josiah going alphabetically through each of his every, jokes. Every and Claire, joke. you let him know whether or not it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Josiah, right, you'll probably want to... You want me to tell a joke? Okay. Uh, oh, I have a joke. Jokes. Okay, I have a, I have a joke that does have a rabbi on it, so this will be offensive. It's not that offensive. Uh, so there's a, there's a Protestant guy, and he goes to his pastor, and he says, Pastor, I don't think I believe in God anymore. <laughs> And the pastor says, well, don't tell anybody. Just pray about it. Please don't tell anybody. A uh, Catholic guy goes to his priest and he says, hey, you know, Father, I think I don't believe in God anymore. The priest says, you know, sometimes I feel like that too. Just go to confession. You'll be fine. Jewish man goes to his rabbi and says, Rabbi, I don't believe I don't think I believe in God anymore. And he goes, you believed in God? <laughs> that's it. That's my joke. Yeah. Oh, I, that's not anti-Semitic. That's not, that's, that's not anti That's just yeah, a bad joke. I like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that the episode will just fade in on me telling an anti-Semitic joke. That's, that's good. You want to do Love Dare? Do you want to happen to that? Yeah, let's do the Love Dare. Let's yeah, get this started. This is another bad one, unfortunately. Uh, so we're on day 21. Love is satisfied in God. Uh, oh, so as listeners to the show know that uh, Jared and I have been going through a rough patch, so we're working through an evangelical marriage advice counseling book, The Love Dare, to fix our relationship. So It is not working. It's not at all working. And I also believe that we accidentally skipped several days in the beginning, so we might have to go back to those at some point. <laughs> Which but. might be why it's not working. That's true. That's true. you got to like, do it I, in I order. The There's a very work. precise, yeah. Yeah, do you want to go back to day five? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I don't either. God, no. I, I'm I get to amazed we've stuff. committed. <laughs> I'm amazed we've committed this long to this bit. Uh, it starts with Isaiah 58:11. The Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire. Today's mm. dare: be intentional today about making a time to pray and read your Bible. Try reading a chapter out of Proverbs each day or reading a chapter in the Gospels. As you do, immerse yourself in the love and promises God has for you. This will add to your growth as you walk with them. la di da di da um, I mean, I, I read a bit of the Bible because I'm a religion student. Uh, so I, I guess that counts as my dare for this episode. These, these really religious dares kind of suck. I, I want it to go back to being yeah. like, do something nice in this episode. Right. I that miss was, when you did was, nice was, things for me. Fun. That was nice. I know. Um, yeah, I I haven't read anything today, um, and if I do, it's not going to be that. So here's a here's a proverb: uh, mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise, which I think is kind of mm. a mentality in this show because we are mockers yeah. and we we do you definitely did, try to you avoid did the wise. Get really defensive about the anti-Semitic joke thing. <laughs> this so. is not, this is, I don't want this to be my bit for the episode. <laughs> Look. If I have to be a fascist, you get you've got to be you've got to be he's something. Gotta, he's gotta I, be oh, okay, an yeah. This... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Together uh, we make one whole Nazi. Uh, I'm just gonna introduce the show. Uh, uh, welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, a podcast about how Josiah. 
Now I can't do the music over that. Asshole. Do you want to introduce the show? Is that what this is about? No, I just thought you'd sound better with some background music. Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, a podcast about how Josiah is not anti-Semitic. better intro Jared. i do actually okay welcome to very legal very cool a podcast about how josiah is anti-semitic we'll let that be it. so now it's it's fading out right now None of us do. <laughs> that's oh. not unique. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay, I'm back. We were just talking about you. Oh, good. I'm so excited to listen in post. All right. Well, let's do the real quick thing. Jared, what are you drinking today? Uh, today, I am drinking a sparkling Blackberry Izzy. Uh, I'm drinking a Blonde Fatale, which is a yummy beer. Uh, I... I'm drinking leftover um, melted ice from my coffee this morning. So oh, basically water with a little bit of coffee flavor. That's that's the best type of water. You know what I did yesterday? Speaking of do? drinking things. I So I make a smoothie every morning. And mm -hmm. the other day I was making a smoothie and I saw that I had just a whole thing of like Costco brownies. Okay. Oh, no. And they're super gooey. Oh, and no. I was doing like a strawberry chocolate milkshake no. anyways for breakfast. You put these brownies in this smoothie. And I put a brownie in it <laughs> and it was incredible. Like, oh my oh, God, it was so fantastic. Gross. It was so good. It was so, I mean, it was a chocolate shake. It's this like, uh, kinda, that's not a smoothie. This is like the coffee yeah, shop. It, was. I it had fruit at. in we, it. We, we would do this kind of stuff, but it was partially a bit at the coffee shop. I wasn't just like doing it at home for fun. I am, I'm at that point where I'm just trying to shovel as many calories into my, you know, rotting corpse as possible. possible. If you want to do morning. that, one thing I learned at a coffee shop is if you blend a tiramisu, that'll, mm. that'll do it. Cause I that stuff is, did is that, so. well, but tiramisu is like so light, but it's got so much calorie. And so when you blend it, it, it decreases mm. in size. So it just ends up being like a shot glass full of liquid but it's just like i might pure, need to start trying that yeah like ten thousand calories i assume that that would be good that's what i, I assume <laughs> oh my gosh uh and on that note we are joined today with uh claire from twitter hello claire hi uh claire so did you uh her. Yeah, go Claire, ahead. did you like that design that I made? The one with the dude that was eating the other dude, but I did it in like flat design. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Thank you. I was really proud of it. That's so weird. That I, I made, made that design also. <laughs> I think everybody's made that design at this point. <laughs> everybody's. They're really Every into. Every page has shared it. Yeah, and they're all like, they're all like. I don't know who made this, but credit <laughs> to whoever. 
<laughs> See what you gotta do? You gotta go the like the meme page route where you put a gigantic watermark like right in the middle oh, of I everything you post. I I didn't even think it would be that big though, because I I kind of just made it. I was like I was like drunk, and I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna make this uh, flat Goya painting. And wasn't it well because every there was some kick at like around the same time on Twitter where everybody was just out of nowhere shitting on flat design. Yeah. So it was like it was very that funny happens every three months time. though. Yeah, yeah, but it was right right around the last that time. Eight it was years. a very funny, funny picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah. it was good. Because <laughs> well, I was I was like following this uh the like humans of flat guy who is <laughs> yeah, kind, yeah. Of, kind of a little insane. I think he's suspended now. Um, yeah, and I was like, okay, this would be funny to do. And I, I like didn't watermark it or anything. So I was just, I never get any interaction online. So, oh, man. Well, speaking of images, I noticed that you don't have any alt text on the images in your site. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you hate disabled people? Yeah, um, I think they should learn how to read. Uh, no, no, wait. Um, and how, are, and how, Claire, are they supposed to read when you don't have any alt text on your images? I don't know. Use their imagination. <laughs> I don't. Will they? Will screen readers read file names? Uh, I don't think so. They might. Okay. I yeah. I should probably go back in and put that. I was just kind of lazy um to be honest though i don't think I, I mainly just make a website just so that i can get a mm -hmm. job and i really don't know if anybody who is hiring for design jobs is blind or not so uh, i see <laughs> no but yeah i need to go put alt text in i'm just kind of like a lazy piece of garbage <laughs> that's fair i i will say i did appreciate the hello friend on the uh on the oh, source code of your you. site that was fun that was fun thank you yeah i thought it was fun too a little a little uh easter egg for anybody yeah. that wants to see i did notice though that it was not built in react uh why did you not use a modern framework for your site um because I wish I, I understood I'm an, this bit. I'm an innovator, and also this is not an app. <laughs> I've never seen that stop anyone. This isn't an app. I again, I've never seen that be an issue. <laughs> I I do like that under like notable works, you have the the um, flat design Saturn devouring his son. Yeah, <laughs> well, good. I mean. Everybody has seen it at this point, so it seems like it's made the rounds a lot. Yeah, I get all of these uh, like tech people tagging me and like liking my posts, and it's like, like okay, give me a job. Like, if if you like me so much, show me. Yeah, I I've made like uh, fifty dollars on Redbubble, which is kind of a big deal. Nice, really? Yeah, the, yeah, that's Saturn. impressive. Yes, it's somebody somebody bought a hundred dollar print i only got 20 bucks nice. in it, but, um yeah it was kind of crazy i didn't know people like do that <laughs> i actually buy things off redbubble yeah yeah that aren't like i don't know like stickers i might you know what i'll, I'll buy it as a sticker 
if I can find it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, You're really... supporting my jewel pod addiction. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't kick it, so I just I just it's let addictive. it be. But, yeah, like yeah, it, it is. It's addictive or something. I don't... Yeah, it's almost like uh, nicotine's kind of bad for you, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know think there's yet, any good evidence but... of that. I, I would wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in about in about fifty years, when I have like popcorn lung, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we'll know by then. But for now, yeah. it's it's fine. Oh, I, so instead of looking for that on Red Bibble, I should be looking at the questions, huh? Yes, you should. Wait, you wrote you read all the ones I wrote out loud, so then I have to read your like weird design questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, still okay. No, this one. Yeah. Yeah, what uh, what happened to your number one fan? I haven't seen I haven't seen that that bot uh, around. Yeah, did you kill, I mean, did you kill her? I can run her right now. Um, I got I don't know. It got kind of annoying because <laughs> I believe I, every that. <laughs> every time I would tweet, I would get like a notification, and it would just be like, "Beautiful, wonderful, sweetie, savant." I love you. <laughs> and then I would tweet something like having the worst day or like, or, I don't know, like picking my ass. <laughs> Is that something you tweet a lot? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Fair. All the time. Um, nice. Yeah. No, I, I killed her off for now. She's in hibernation. Oh, okay. All right. She can make a comeback though. I just have to pull it up. Go turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> so Claire, why are you here? Well, I'm here because I think that this is fun and I follow you guys on Twitter and I think that this is a pretty good show. Hey, that's great. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> said with the appropriate amount of hesitation right right this is a good show <laughs> even josiah can't say it with a straight face yeah i um, was like throw, i threw up <laughs> yeah my the last question that i have is uh oh yeah just so you know we all agree virginia sucks um <laughs> No question, but I thought I'd just put that out there. Um, okay, I, I kind of agree with you Some, mm -hmm. somewhat. I mean, Northern Virginia, yeah. Northern Virginia sucks a lot, mm -hmm. but uh, Southern Virginia's fine. It's pretty. I mean, I live on a mountain, so I think it's pretty, pretty cool. I get all the seasons. Uh, well, we get all the seasons, too. Yeah, they just happen but... all at once. Yeah, but we're not <laughs> close to Florida, so. Yeah, I don't really like. I think living in Virginia, people from Virginia don't really have like a distinct accent, which is nice. Oh, that's good. No, if I have an accent, actually, I think a girl most of the time, or like, yeah, <laughs> or like someone problem. who is really bad. Like, um, I forgot what it's called. It's like. It's like listening to Red Scare. The oh, vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> vocal fry. Yeah, the Anna and Dasha vibe. The... Yeah, the. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's, that's all I got. Uh, that's you know what? That's good. I think that's good because it'll be it'll be good to get into stuff. Yeah, I like yeah. stuff. Yeah. We love st- talking about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Wait, before we like go away from the who you are, I think it is funny to mention how we became mutuals in the first place as we were talking <laughs> about the <laughs> uh, Goya, uh, the Goya photo you did or picture you did. Um, yeah, because I th- so there that that picture went around like quite a lot and it was like on some page I followed or something. And I thought that's funny. And I saved it onto my phone. Um and then somebody posted a tweet that was like, um, I don't remember. They were like, oh, fuck flat design. I've seen a Goya painting in real life. And that's that's way better than flat design. And so I replied to them with that picture because I thought that was hilarious. And I yeah, I think it is. But I didn't know who made it. And then uh, <laughs> Claire reached out to me <laughs> because she's uh, she's been doing this where she finds people who use that photo and is like, hey, I made that. <laughs> she <laughs> credit me. <laughs> yeah, it's a big problem. Nice. Oh, I, I totally For is. I, I, have to, I get so it. I'll go and I'll Google search Goya. Or not mm. Goya. I'll Twitter search Goya and just go through and see. And then... And then I post about it. <laughs> yeah, that is, it is pretty amazing. Funny. It's still like yeah, floating around out there. Oh yeah, I just tweeted in the 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 bot Twitter uh, flagged the bot's um, reply. It says uh, mm-hmm. show additional replies, including those that may contain offensive content. And it just says, you are sweetheart, genius, savant, you are dazzle. <laughs> that is so offensive. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. See, I think if, if you just give it a, a profile picture, then Twitter will probably be fine with it. Oh, true. Yeah. It probably thinks it's just a fake account. Well, it is. Well, Twitter doesn't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, Twitter thinks Twitter... it's a bot. What Twitter doesn't know won't hurt it. Yeah, true. Let's get started. We'll we'll each uh, go through our experience with startups, and I can give I can give the high level on what is a startup and why is a startup. Okay. So, so Claire, as our guest, uh, what what is your experience with startups? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I interned at a media marketing startup, um, like earlier or like late last year, and then randomly, I like it was remote, but I like showed up for work, got online, and they just ghosted me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I emailed I emailed my boss like 20 times, um, <laughs> direct messaged her like 20 times over the course of like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they never got back to me, but continued to use uh, my designs on their Instagram oh, pages. Yeah, yeah. So th- I've got a pretty low opinion of most startups, <laughs> I'd like to think. <laughs> but to be fair, that's just one, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if it's it's like they say, you know, the M&M thing, if, yeah, you know, if you've got a bowl of M&Ms and they say, well, one is poisoned, would you still eat them? <laughs> yes. Why? 
but only if more are poisoned. I don't want to have to work through a whole bowl of M&M's worst case. <laughs> you want to be sure that you're going to die. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want to risk it's, it. Yeah, the, the only bad part of that scenario is the uncertainty. Is Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. I, I want it to be clear. Yeah. And I just don't see myself eating a whole bowl of M&M's. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, what if it's like a, a cup size bowl or like one of those little, uh, like serving, or I don't, appetizer dish. Yeah. See, but here's the thing. I don't really like M&M's in general. So it's okay. Like, well, Skittles. Oh, I do. It's Skittles. It's fine. I, I would oh, do this scenario with Skittles. I love gross. Skittles. Ew. Skittles are incredible. You like Skittles that much? You're gross. Gross. They give like me headaches. Fine. How do they give you they're headaches? Great. They they're give like me headaches. That now. <laughs> they're, they're too, <laughs> yeah, that's the new topic of this time. Let's <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> okay. Airheads give me headaches. Skittles give me headaches. Um, hmm. uh, anything with too much uh, color, like fake color, I think you gives think me a you headache. might have an allergy. Yes. Mm. You know, I've heard that you can just power through those and you'll just get better. <laughs> it's like allergies. if you're lactose intolerant, if you just drink a gallon of milk, you'll be fine. That's true. Yeah, that's, I, I am that's, lactose uh... intolerant. And have you tried drinking you a gallon drink of milk? milk yeah. No, I don't like milk. Oh. Well, you know, I don't either. But uh, when Maybe. my college fraternity decides to do the gallon challenge, I sure as hell won. <laughs> Jesus Christ, aren't you lactose oh, intolerant? I am lactose intolerant. Jesus Christ. You man. like shit yourself after? Like, yeah, that's no, too it was much. bad. Yeah, I believe it. That's way too much. Like, when you I... came for New Year's, you wouldn't eat, like, the queso uh -huh. <laughs> that we made. You were like, I'm not going to touch that or I'll be dead. But you chugged yeah. a gallon of milk. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, it's. That that was that was back in college years ago when I was like young, carefree, ago, yeah. not afraid of, you know, shitting myself. Yeah, that was the <laughs> thing you did often. Something I'm afraid of now. Uh, oh, should I do my opinion on startups? Yeah, just that. What's, what's your interaction with startups? Interaction with startups. Well, I, I'm pretty good friends with a guy who works at a startup. Um but uh, uh, that's about it. That's really uh, you. You mm -hmm. work at a startup. Uh, I, I know. Uh, know about the juicero mm -hmm. that's pretty much that what fun. i assume assume most startups are is just um the juicero you know like yeah yeah just being just like oh, and oh, what companies. if it's <laughs> yeah all i understand startup is yeah it's like oh, what if uh, what if you made a keurig but for your soup or like <laughs> uh what if what if you're what if uh, yeah. you could make uber but for landlords and that's that's kind of all i assume <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> so, anyway, so the startup I'm, I'm at is pretty much Uber for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Uber for dogs. Basically, for it's a dogs. service that allows dogs to be driven around. To be driven around or to mm -hmm. drive? Yeah, no, it's like literally Uber for dogs. They do both. I I really like the, like my understanding of startups is you could have gotten pretty far with this idea and then like on launch day, realize that dogs don't have smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the big problem, which yeah, creates a market. Like a, like a better off startup. Bit. Yeah. Better off <laughs> bit where you like, 
get really far into this. We're like, what if we get people who want to walk dogs and dogs together with this app? And you just like never thought past that. Right. Again, that is all I That's all I think they are. Um, well, now you should you should enlighten me. You know what? I think I will. Okay. So, I have worked for two startups up until this point. Yeah, two startups. One was uh, a digital marketing company that did marketing for colleges which was a lot of fun. I liked that one, um, but that was an internship. And then the other one is the company I'm at now, which makes uh, basically fall prevention devices for older adults. So it uses all the fancy buzzwords like artificial intelligence and machine vision uh, to essentially tell how, you know, one of the devices tells how likely an older adult is to fall within the next 12 months. And the other is like a bed monitor that um, can recognize somebody getting out of their bed before they get up and uh, alert the requisite people. So things like that. Um, it's, it's Uber, but for dementia. Yeah, it's Uber for dementia okay, is what right. we do. Um, <laughs> I have worked in a startup for two years. Uh, been through most of the a lot of the startup experience so i would say i'm a pretty at this point pretty well uh well experienced market or startup person i'm uh i think when i joined i was like employee number nine i want to say and now there's 30 some people there uh yeah. are they the hiring director <laughs> <laughs> potentially um we are I'm potentially going to hire a design intern at some point that might turn into a full time, full design role. Potentially that one's not worked out yet. I only get, uh, I only get one hire right now, so. but later potentially <laughs> I've seen your resume site though. So yeah, you, you've actually, this has been an <laughs> elaborate con. <laughs> fun <laughs> for me to get a job <laughs> yeah i'm just like grifting but like the right. grift is that i get hired so <laughs> i'm actually gonna be like be doing something to make money from the grift but nice yeah 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 no i'm i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> well you know one of these days um one of these days you got this <laughs> Yeah, no, I work at a startup. I'm a marketing director there. Mm. I do marketing things. I've got a team of designers that do things. And that's uh that's my startup that's cool. experience. That's great. That's great, Jared. Rocks. Yeah, we uh <laughs> you know, we help old people. That's our thing. Yeah. Uber but for old people. No, that's just Uber. <laughs> <laughs> That is 100% just Uber. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh let let's let's go into the the what is a startup part. So yeah, thus far we've you... got the answer of a startup is Juicero and nothing else. <laughs> or putting Uber before various words. Right. <laughs> or putting That's... Uber before various words. Any any other uh any other ideas as to what a startup is? Uh delivery services that aren't really needed 
Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I, would, I would also add subscription box services of oh, any definitely. sort. Co- connecting various household things to Wi-Fi. Mm. I, I <laughs> yes, that. that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, what if my window had Wi-Fi? Like, that's that's what it usually is. Yeah, data. Mm-hmm. Big data. Like, like and that's data. all you need to know. Synergy, like synergy, we do data. Words like that. We're a data company. <laughs> we do big like data. Disrupting. I hear them talk about doing mm-hmm. that a lot. Yep. Mm. Any any companies that uh, vaguely work in the medical field? Probably. Uh, like, oh, what was that one with the? That was a big con. With the lady, Theranos? That was, oh, oh, oh. yeah, Theranos. Theranos. Yes. Theranos. Yeah, anything. Yeah, that one was fun. Theranos or Theranos. Mm-hmm. We I kind of wish I looked like one. her. No, I want to. I want. I want. I want to have those <laughs> scary eyes. That I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I had scarier eyes. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> to be a person without kind eyes. Oh, could we get Elizabeth Holmes on the show? I think, I think that's our can. long-term goal. Yeah, because John, John McAfee's in prison. Yeah he's, yeah, he's in prison, so we we gotta go. All the other guests we wanted are in prison, so we need to yeah. keep. Uh... Are they? <laughs> Wait, is Elizabeth Holmes in prison? No, she no, she's be. out. She's she's not oh, in good prison. for her. Yeah, we she's do doing that. stuff. I'm sure she's nice. taking interviews we'll see yeah we'll we'll reach out to her media team i'm sure she does we'll we'll get her on the show here i'll I'll add her with the twitter account anyway we we can we can move on well yeah so i mean these these are all uh i think strong contenders for what a startup is but i would say for for all intents and purposes a startup is pretty much a a company that is funded through equity sharing i think is probably okay. a good definition um and most and specifically what we're what we're talking about and most of the time when we're talking about startups we're talking about venture-backed startups which is essentially um a startup that is funded by a venture capital f- firm josiah did you have did you have your bid on on venture capital and why it's evil this would be a good uh, I mean, place to, to fit that is in. Is that what you want me to say that? Well, okay. Well, the, you, the thing you, you, you know, you, you were going to talk about is like the point of mm-hmm. venture capital is having a shit ton of money that you throw at things. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is that at least one of the things takes off. So because of that, they continuously yep. take various risks. And so it, I just think it's dumb as shit because that's how all these, like, that's how all the, like, you know, Uber, but for your shoes, companies get thrown money at because there's just the off chance it'll do well and i just think that amount of money being thrown at random things is just irritating i don't know i just think it's dumb it's a stupid way to run a economy (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's easy to grift i feel like yeah no that's that's fair i mean venture capital and startups in general you know there i think to, to talk about this, you have to not think about startups so much as companies that do things and more yeah. investments, right? Yeah. So at a right. high level, a startup is essentially a high-risk investment that mm-hmm. you will, you know, 
at, at lower levels, um, you have individuals that might fund startups probably at, at mm-hmm. like the angel level. So like that site you were talking about, Claire, um, sites that or startups that reach out to angel investors who would give them a small, uh, essentially a pre-seed round of probably between, you know, 10 to $50,000 or, or something like that on the lower end. And that's, that's like your basic, just getting started, figuring it out an idea. Um, mm. But most venture capital happens with firms. And these are essentially money managers. So they'll have a pool of money and the venture capital capital firm, their job is to take that pool of money and make it a bigger pool of money. And they do that through investing in startups. And so, you know, hence the venture part of it. And so they'll basically just hunt out startups where they will purchase, you know, they'll, they'll, set a valuation for the company. So if you have a company, it's worth $100,000 and they say, okay, we'll give you a, you know, a seed round of $30,000 and now we own 30% of your company. So it's like Shark Tank. It's, it is literally <laughs> Shark Tank. Yes. Cause that's, I mean, that's what that is, right? They're, uh, they're investors. And so they're looking to invest in a startup. And that's how it makes money, right? So if you have, um, you know, 10 companies in your portfolio and you own 10% of each and nine of those fail, but one of them grows like, you know, 50 X, then you've made a lot of money. So the venture capital capital firms will try and get a wide variety of different companies within, usually within a niche, um, that fill that, that kind of mitigates their risk and gives them a, better chance of getting what they call in the biz a unicorn which is generally a startup that reaches over a billion dollar valuation um and so then once you do that then you've got a massive multiplier on your initial investment especially if you get in early um and you're you know like the the ten thousand you invest early on becomes a hundred thousand or a million plus down the road I remember you telling me, so like Uber has never turned a profit. Is that correct? I don't know if that's still true, but for a but long time. But that was true time, for a long time. Yeah, that's it might stupid. still be true. <laughs> that's stupid. I, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty stupid. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it, it is kind of a recipe from my, my perspective of just like a disaster of like stupid stuff. I don't know, because, because it's because um, the idea is you're trying to like you're not really trying to produce value. You're trying to produce something that investors will think is valuable. And I, I don't know. And then investors are investing based off what they think maybe the population is most likely to think is valuable. And so there's just this whole weird simulacra of like what people think other people will like. And that's why I, I feel like that's that's my Baudrillardian read of why we end up with like yeah uh what if what if we made uber but counterpoint counterpoint (laughs) what is value other than people thinking it's valuable sure fine but there's Uh, a well no you know what i'm a a marxist (laughs) my foot down here uh food is valuable because if i don't have it i die 
Sure. <laughs> like, there's material things with material value. Well, I and I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that those are valuable. Yeah. But, I mean, Uber is valuable. Sure. I guess. <laughs> I think, I They're think valuable because people think it's valuable. Sure. Or Sorry, go I, ahead, Claire. Uh, well, if, I mean, if a startup really wants to be valuable, it's got to be something that's actually useful or... Mm -hmm. I don't know, intrinsically valuable more than the just uh, trendy. <laughs> yeah, I think when you, well, when you base value off of like fads, which I think is what venture capital encourages that, yeah. that like leads to like these weird waves of value versus like a steady value of like, you know, needing food or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Jared, that like value is relative to some degree. And that's true. But I don't, you know, I don't know, it, it does. The value isn't coming from any desire for the common good. I don't necessarily think with some cases that might be true. Like, I, I think your startup sounds like the goal is, you know, good things. But a lot of things, I don't think that's true. Like, you don't hear about the startups that aren't doing that aren't ridiculous, right? There's a mm. there's a, a huge bias because there's a ton of weird startups out there, right? But there's right. also a lot of legitimate startups. Um, sure, like sure. a lot that are doing decent things with a lot of people that are very bought into what they're doing. Um, you know, I think it's easy uh, it's easy to get a view of the startup world as the insane things that are happening in Silicon Valley, because Silicon Valley is its own, it's you know, microcosm of the startup world there. that's just insane in its if own we just, right. just, like, nuked Silicon Valley, I think we would be doing better. I don't know. Well, if it makes you feel better, they're all leaving Silicon Valley and spreading. I think okay. a lot of them are going to Texas. Texas is big. Nashville's big. Uh, Raleigh's big. Oh, um, yeah, Raleigh is... Yeah, I, I was in Raleigh a few months ago, mm. and it's definitely becoming more uh, Silicon Valley-esque. Yeah. On the other hand, I do feel like every like low population state you go to, locals will always be like, oh yeah, we're the... We're the Silicon Valley of the Midwest <laughs> or something like that. So right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the companies are, are flocking now to the to the states that have the best tax structure for startups. Oh no. And it's not California, well, turns out. Best tax best tax structure for them. Like, yeah. Right. So that they yeah. pay as little as possible. Yeah. Because the ideal would be just yes. completely nationalizing all startups. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No, I think it works. <laughs> I, I, like I, I don't know how I feel about that. Attempts one. at narcissism <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there is there is a balance to be had there, right? Like, you have to have an, a city or state that has a tax structure that's attractive to organizations. I live right beside a city that's um, the entire industry is NASCAR. So I kind of get what you're saying. NASCAR is great, is the takeaway that I think that you're trying to get right. at. Right. That was what we were getting Save at. Yeah, city, that that right? NASCAR, like food, Car. has intrinsic value. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, NASCAR is essential to living. Yes. It's like the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs and at the bottom alongside like NASCAR. food and sleep is right. NASCAR. Yeah. I feel like we're getting caught up in something where like something doesn't need to be essential to survival in order for it to have value. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And especially in like a I'm being an obtuse Marxist. I, I don't agree with that. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm just being I'm po I'm I'm just shit posting and out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, there's words for that. Being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That's one. Um, so yeah, where uh <clears throat> where do we go from here? I mean, if we just want to get into dumb startups now that Jared's given a spiel for why there are good ones, you know, I'm fine with that. <laughs> In defense of startups. So so um, now now that now yes. that we've gotten Jared to you know firmly establish not all startups. Yes, we, we can get into yeah. Not all startups are evil. By which I mean uh, all startups are evil, but not all startups are that evil. Except yeah, the some, one I'm some we're good. The the only yeah, which you're illegal. Yeah, we're the only good say. startup. I'm in the only good startup. Yeah. I'm the only good person who works in marketing. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Probably. It is an evil yeah. field. That's true. Oh, it is evil. Horrible field. Mark oh marketing is terrible. Oh, I, like, I will say wow. one of the most horrifying things Jared has ever said to me that's like haunted me. We were, <laughs> we were, well, we, you know, and I and you you meant it to be haunting. It just it I think it maybe hit me harder because of me having more left politics than you. But we, when we were talking over New Year's, you were like the most brilliant people alive today yeah are working to figure out how to make more people click ads yes and that is harrowing <laughs> like well, basically true. yeah like the the einsteins true. of our generation like are are they exist but they work for google yeah yeah no oh. they they are making million dollar salaries at, at facebook right now that's disgusting well i've <clears throat> like i've got a whole spiel on you know how the free internet has ruined everything and the will free continue internet. to ruin it. Yes, versus I, the I think internet. versus paying for it. Yeah, no, seriously, I think I think that the ad, oh. the you know, free, ascent, quote unquote, free ad-driven model that the internet is on, is in large part uh, to blame for the degradation of society, and I would. I'm happy you know what? to get on my soapbox. You know what? You know what we should do? This could be a music pause that you can tackle that. And I can run to the restroom because I don't want to have to really have to pee while you're giving a spiel that's going to piss me off, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't Even the funny ones. <laughs> All right, we're, start we're we're making a startup. Yeah, it's a startup that um, crawls 
uh, your Twitter and auto cancels you, so you don't have to. Oh, you don't have to wait. Yes, it like you looks up all the slurs. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> you don't yes, have to wait to get really... big to get canceled. Right. It'll right. just do it for you. <laughs> get it over. The VLVC auto docs. Yeah. Oh my god, that wouldn't be that hard to do. Auto. I mean, it honestly wouldn't. No, uh, I, I think... don't think so. Because I know how to, like, do that manually. Like, I do that. I, I love I love fucking with people and trying to look up their old tweets. I never try to actually cancel someone. I just like messing with them. But, what's that, uh, like, that would not be that hard to do. Oh, what's that What's that library for, um, for building social media bots that works like a person? Uh, I don't know. I, I oh, The one I time remember. I built a bot, it, I used a very generic thing. I don't remember what it was. But basically, oh, Selenium, Selenium. Oh, okay. Selenium, my understanding is basically instead of working through, like instead of having to set up everything through like Twitter's um, dev thing, so that you can kind of get around some of those rules, it just interacts with the program like a person would. Yes, we do. We we invent a startup, Jared, but like a grift, anyway, mm -hmm. because like we could probably. Yeah, so we like could get startup, a bunch of money yeah. for doing something that sounds really good on paper, but doesn't like what? work. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. That's what I was, I was going to work that out with you. But, you know, That's again, cool. you could pitch things if you just stick a bunch of keywords together. I feel like you could invent something. Yeah. Um, but what if instead of that, our startup, our startup is, yeah, artificial intelligence for the for the cancel culture generation. Yeah. Or something like that. Artificial mm -hmm. intelligence for the pure of heart, pure of mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it, it, it like... See, and there's two ways that we could monetize it, okay. too. Because one, you could basically cancel for hire, <laughs> either cancel other people or have it have a service where it scans through your uh, through your Twitter. And so, it so deletes I, any I know that realistically posts. on a marketing level, so like, the most, the best selling one is, is that personal one where it's like, you know, it'll just go through your entire Twitter, be like, Hey, you said X and Y slur yeah. back when you were 14 to delete the tweet. But I think the funnier option of it. Right. <laughs> for hire. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that like, an internet hit like, I, and I, the other I have, yeah beef on someone and so like I punch their name in and it's like they said the right. word. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a bot like there's that a bot yeah, like yeah. that for Discord that basically yeah I used oh, to have wow. it installed nice. in my server yeah, it, and I would pull it up idea. every time someone made me mad. <laughs> that's great yeah no the the one on reddit like somebody can just call the bot up I've and it'll, seen that. it'll go through someone's posting history and say see how I, many times i've run they said into that because it is pretty funny when, <laughs> when somebody says <laughs> something and they're like i'm not racist and then somebody loads that up and it's like he said the n-word a hundred times 50 of them are with the hard <laughs> this week <laughs> oh my god that rules yeah we could do that for twitter let's do it yeah yeah well and we're missing the best uh the best monetization mode too well there's two more one big data we sell to yeah. advertisers and two even better blackmail so when they clear when they scan oh their own God. we have a, an additional fee to not send it to their mutuals yeah but they'll get one of those one of those hostage emails like the ones that they claim they can see mm -hmm. you through your webcam so 
out of the yeah. blue, they'll get an email that's like, I have screenshots of your N-word tweet. Send me three Bitcoin or I'm going yeah. to send this to your friends. <laughs> send me $120,000 of Bitcoin. Or else tell people that you said the N-word. Today. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Uh, let's let's yeah. three Bitcoin would be a lot. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start um, searching people in slurs and see what comes up. <laughs> Just Josiah typing slurs into the browser. Wow! Don't mind him. Oh, you're into the free internet is is bad. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. What's wrong? No, with the I free think internet? that I I it's not the internet itself being free. It's the services on the internet being free. Okay. So. Here's the thing, like, you know, we've all heard that if you aren't paying, you know, if you're not paying, then you are the product, mm. which is true, right? All organizations are making money. Facebook is not free. Twitter is not free. You are so on product, and so yeah. forth. All these organizations are making money some way, somehow. And the Internet has been built on a an expectation of free information since since its beginning like you look at early youtube the early forms and so on yeah, there, there's never been significant gated uh like pay gated content mm. um public uh, for a lot of these publicly available sites and if you look at how we used to consume news in particular it was all paid and that's how you know that's how it worked newspapers cost you money magazines cost you money that's how they were able to support themselves between that and advertising but you know those those fees were important in keeping them afloat because they were paid by people who wanted their product um and that end user was the one paying for it it's like you know josiah we talked about a bit about this like the one of the problems in healthcare is that um the patient is not the consumer. The patient is the product because they are not the ones yeah, paying the hospital. Yeah, and yeah. therefore, hospital's quality is not beholden to the patient. It's beholden to the insurance companies. It works the same way with the media. Today, the news sites are not beholden to the reader. It's beholden to the advertisers. And the yeah. way that news gets um funded is essentially through volume and because they're running uh basically pay-per-click ads and display advertising that is uh counted and um paid based off of of views they are incentivized to get essentially more views and not necessarily work on a quality-based model um, yeah. It's a model that yeah. promotes and rewards sensationalism and that promotes and rewards fast, cheap information. And so, you know, the, the publication that can put out 80 articles um, with clickbaity headlines and, um, yeah. you know, close enough attention to detail is going to beat out the higher quality publications all the time because people aren't paying for it they're coming in free and so they don't have any stake in the yeah right there yeah. there's no reason for the publications to 
care about quality if right. the only I, I, thing that gets them paid is volume. I, so, I, don't have, I don't have a stake in Twitter because I have a Twitter account is kind of like right. At, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. But more importantly, they don't have a stake in you. Right. If you right. get mad, you're pretty as an individual, you're pretty much worthless to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, what's worthwhile for them is just volume on the page. The more volume, the more they get paid. And so and so we've created a news cycle or a, a model for the media that is totally disconnected from uh, from the end user because the end user is no longer the customer. We are the product of news and advertising we are not the consumers of it even though we consume it which is why i i wholeheartedly believe that if the internet had not set the expectation of everything being free early on and people were okay with and understood that maybe you do pay a dollar or two a month to access news or access things in general like that we wouldn't have seen the level of you know, chaos that happened in journalism. Like right now, if you look, if you go and look at uh, job descriptions for journalists, you're going to see, we want a journalist who can write, edit, shoot video, take photos, so on and so forth. Yeah. Like there is no money there anymore. There's, you know, print is all but dead. Yeah. And And that's why like nobody trusts the media anymore Mm -hmm. because of that. Right. Everybody everybody now thinks journalism is a scumbag industry. Right. Well, and the truth is journal, some, some of it may be, but I think that the larger issue is that journalism doesn't have the same time or resources to create quality news that it used to. It's all because of the payment model. No, I agree with you. I just don't, I don't know if I like the idea of paid internet either, but that that's kind of like, I don't know. I, I agree with you on the problem. I'm not sure what the solution is, though. And well, I do understand how paid internet makes it a tad better. But but why I why I don't I, I feel like that encourages like I don't know. It kind of makes like a weird class dynamic to Twitter. Like there's people who can afford to have Twitter uh, and people who can't. And that's what makes me nervous about it. I, I don't know. But but see, I think that you're you're falling into the misunderstanding of how we perceive it because i i don't think that you'd have those same feelings towards somebody charging you know 50 cents for a newspaper no but i i do i do feel that way about um i do feel weird about like uh magazines and newspapers having paywalls online i I do feel weird but see that's that's the thing it's only because it's online that you have an issue with it yeah yeah i guess a physical a physical newspaper i don't necessarily care about yeah. the 50 cents. Although part of that's because if I if somebody finished it and didn't know what to do with it, they could just hand it to me for free anyway. There's something about that. But the I mean you could do the same with uh you can do the same with an online copy. You can just copy and paste it. I guess. See, but this is what I'm saying. This is this is exactly what I'm saying. Because it's the same thing, but we're we've we've conditioned ourselves to believe that because it's on the internet, it should be free. Mm-hmm. And you know, like even those paywalls they're usually not very expensive. You can get, you know, a, a few dollars. I think it's like New York, Wall Street Journal's like you can do like four bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Like these things aren't prohibitively expensive solely because it's online. We feel like it should be free. And that is the problem. 
Although, I mean, I don't know. If you try to read a lot of media, then it does start to become expensive. Like $4 a, a month isn't that bad, but when you're reading a lot of things, I don't know. Um, I, I'm curious why, uh, as, as we were having this very insightful conversation, um, at uh, Clay Orr decided to tweet, uh, I, I want to eat at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really want a, a McFlurry right now. <laughs> Very good. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, who can blame you? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on paid internet stuff? I guess. I don't know. I I pay to like read um like the Washington Post. Uh, that's about it. I mean, I. I kind of agree, but I also don't think we should have, you know, like you said, a nationalized like news agency, because um, I think that can uh, potentially be very bad. Uh, well, I do support state-sponsored propaganda machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because I, I, I like, I see what you mean, um, but I don't think there's any way that we can fix it or i mean i guess people just have to get used to paying for journalism that is somewhat quality uh <laughs> in order to not just be reading bottom of the barrel uh like tabloid quality articles all the time now um mm -hmm. i yeah i uh, I, don't, I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know i mean it's it's a it's hard because you know sensationalism sells it does. and that's about it so mm -hmm. yeah although i will say i don't think sensationalism is unique to like internet era journalism though like yeah, like, yeah yellow journalism was like a big thing in the 1890s and stuff so mm -hmm. i don't think sensationalism well, I, think... I i do think it may, gets made worse i think you're i think you're right on that front yeah but... well it's a lot easier now to sell ad spots because you know everywhere's got a web page and what I'm not, I'm not saying that things need to go back to the way that they were. Cause I agree. That's, that's impossible. We're beyond that. Um, yeah. but I think at the same time there, there does have to be, there will be a new model that emerges, right there. We need to find a new way to incentivize quality journalism. Um, and it needs to be, I, I think that crowdsourcing has interesting potential for it even though that's not uh not always ideal but looking at how a lot of independent creators are are functioning now that the thing is it just needs to get away from it needs to find a way to distance itself from corporate sponsorship um yeah and i don't know i've i've put a lot of thought into that i've i've got a side project where i'm working on a uh an alternative, um, an alternative way to run news in industry in the healthcare industry circles right now, just like as a, a fun thing on the side. Cause th this is something that I, you know, when we talk about the, the issues in society now, I think a lot of it comes down to the way that not all issues, right. But like the, some of the big ones that we've been facing recently a lot of it comes down to how media functions in in our modern world and i think yeah. that there needs there needs to be a way to um there needs to be a way to work through that and that's 
<clears throat> my my plan is that's that might be like my next thing after uh after this startup but we'll see because mm. i think that there is it needs to change at some point here and it's it's going to yeah but... very legal very cool uh would like to introduce a special sponsor today uh we were connected through josiah um josiah introduced us to this group and i think that they i myself have some questions but josiah fully supportive and giving his full acceptance and commitment to their cause um, recommended that we bring them on as a sponsor and sometimes I just can't tell the little guy no. So <clears throat> this episode of Very Legal Very Cool is brought to you in part by the Aryan Nation. The Aryan Nation is a collection of fun-loving guys who just love to get together with their friends, hang out, and, and build a whiter and writer America. Do you know anybody with blonde hair, blue eyes, that classic Aryan look that makes you think their bloodline's better than mine? Well, they just might be a good contender for the Aryan nation. And if you would like to further that cause and support this group that Josiah is just so gung-ho about, um, you can donate money to the show and we here at Very Legal, Very Cool, do make regular financial contributions to the Aryan Nation. Um, because one of us, Josiah, supports their work and no, I do not. their ideals and everything they do. No, I don't know um, what. And so said thank you to Josiah for bringing in this new sponsor for us. Um, and we, we very yeah, much but... appreciate the work that they're doing. Good work, Josiah. Uh, Thank so you, Josiah. Right? You know how how easy life could be. So why 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 waste your time with all the technology? You could just be happier without it. Who I know, needs? We got to bring back you know, bring back feudalism. Yeah. Honestly. I'd be a peasant. Yeah. I'd People are just yeah. too afraid to die horribly. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked at FedEx for like a year, which was basically like uh, living being in feudalism. <laughs> basically like being a peasant. Um, you know, working, doing backbreaking labor every day. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, whenever we were angry with management, they would just give us a pizza party. <laughs> um, that was about it. Uh, I got a lot of cool hats and stuff, though. I have FedEx nice. socks. Um, I that's awesome. I pride yeah. myself on having thrown zero pizza parties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They would they would be like, "Oh man, guys, we're so sorry that you're working on like uh like New Year's Eve. Uh, we'll give you a pizza party in three weeks." Pizza. Yeah, that's like second grade stuff. That was, that was it. Literally like, was. That's that's <laughs> not like, like work, working at Targets or Walmart's were always like that. It's like, well, it yeah. sucks at work on Christmas Eve, but we stocked up on Jimmy John's subs. So, 
Yeah. I Thanks. I've worked a lot of like horrible jobs in my life. So mm. I'm kind of used That's to like good for you. Yeah. I I worked as I worked at a grocery store Protestant and then I worked ethic. Protestant work ethic. <laughs> yeah. I worked in a grocery store and then I worked at a like fast food place, like a family owned fast food place for like two years. And then I worked mm. uh FedEx, then I was a barista. And then I worked um, uh, at a candy store, which was ooh. honestly not great either. <laughs> and why did why did we come on and do venture capital and shit, and not just talk about stupid jobs we've worked at? Yeah. That could have been great. I mean, what do you mean could have been? I say we just start know. a new topic now. All right. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't do anything well, else. I'm gonna progressively <laughs> get drunker the longer we record. Which, if that's fine, or, I mean, you could just fine, cut that I'm whole just... first part out, and we can just start uh, here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've worked some shitty jobs too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, me too. When I when I worked oh. as a barista, uh, I made minimum wage, and mm-hmm. I worked forty hours a week, and uh, I ne- I never got paid, uh, or sometimes it would be more than forty hours, but I never got paid my overtime because yeah. uh, my manager was like an asshole, and he would he would be like, "Well, you didn't work eighty hours in two weeks." So uh. I remember um, it was like a a combination like uh, coffee shop, cafe, and all of the food was bought from Sam's Club, so. It was like oh it was God. like yeah, it was Sam's Club food at this a markup. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but this is very similar to the coffee shop that I yes. worked at. Yeah, it was same. Sam's Club food with, and we we had. Uh, I remember two incidents. I would have to make pasta salads. We made pasta fat salad from scratch, and it wasn't very popular. So it would just sit in the cold case for weeks. And a guy ordered it, and I gave it to him, and he comes back up, and he says. No offense, but this tastes like an antique store smell. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. Do you want chips? <laughs> and, and then we, we also hold your nose. We <laughs> we also would sell soup, but the soup was just cans of progresso. And um, I remember someone and the menu would say soup of the day, but soup of the day was just whatever progresso can you wanted to go in the back and pick up. Um, mm-hmm. And so a customer, <laughs> so relatable. Oh my God. A, a customer was like, oh, what's the soup of the day? And I walked to the back and I held up three cans of progresso and I was like, which one do you want? <laughs> holy shit uh, that's great yeah and we used to we used to um we'd get really bored and so we would take eggs and throw them on the floor like as hard as we could <laughs> <laughs> this is god this is so similar to that's great that that reminds me of the first coffee shop i ever worked at it was called the daily grind yeah um, uh, it's awful terrible but it was like all that except things just started disappearing after a while like first we started serving different milk and then the fridge broke so we stopped serving food and then 
it seemed like the uh, espresso machine might uh, get repossessed and then our paychecks started bouncing and then we just started not getting paid. What? And then the then the coffee shop went under. Oh my yeah. gosh. That'll do that. How do you get an yeah. espresso an espresso machine repossessed though? Like well, so basically they partner a lot of money. Oh, they're hideously expensive. So yeah. the way that they did it is that they worked through a roastery and the way that it worked was the roastery would be their sole supplier of coffee and they would, you know, loan out an espresso machine and the coffee stuff so that they could sell their coffee. Uh, uh, the one I worked at would roast the beans like in the store. And yeah. it was always really loud, and yep. and they would keep it. They would keep all the beans in these big plastic tubs, and sometimes yep. we would just we would just like play with them. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, they're so, so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the That's the second coffee though. shop I worked at, it had just gotten under new ownership, and they were like, they were like, the, oh, we own a coffee shop. This is so fun. And then, uh, and it's oh, like they were gonna God. they were gonna roast their own beans. They were gonna have a oh, food no. menu, and then they sold it within like half a year. Oh yeah, so, uh, yeah. The coffee shop I worked at was so I worked at there for like two, almost three years. Like I worked there for a while. Um, they they okay. So the, their whole shtick is they're one of the most popular coffee shops in Des Moines, Iowa, where I live. Um, and they started as a small town coffee shop and then they built other locations. And then one of them was the Des Moines location. And then now all their revenue comes from the Des Moines location. So it's small town folks who have no understanding of what Des Moines, the, the closest thing to a big city Iowa has no idea yeah. what Des Moines like they're running the coffee shop from a small town. So it's, it's a fucking nightmare all the time. Um, but like, yeah, the, the, the same thing, like we got frozen, I think it was Campbell's that was like giving us soup, but we had like frozen bags of soup. Um, and so, yeah, it was really the soup of the day was whatever you just wanted to pick out of the freezer. If you worked the morning shift, like you'd just be like, eh, I guess broccoli cheese is what we do today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, oh my God, it was, it was weird. That being said, like one thing I liked about that, that shop over a lot of the shitty jobs I've had is it was the only job i've had where there was something resembling like coworker like solidarity yeah um i have never worked at a place with a union or a place that's unionized but that was the closest we've ever gotten because we we had like oh man 2019 had this really bad um cold epidemic in iowa it was like a like a polar vortex mm -hmm. and all that. of us yeah all of us uh refused to work the drive-through and they got very mad at us and we said, well, yeah, but we're not going to run it. And so, um, the manager drove out from the small town he is from and tried to run the, run the drive through. And then he couldn't handle it either. Cause it was negative 30 outside. So <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I guess you got a point. And then we like won that, but the, the but yeah, I mean, it, so it was kind of fun because everybody like everybody had the same fuck management mentality. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. but that's not the case with like a lot of shitty jobs I've worked. So, Oh um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was a weird job. It was a good job, but it, it was also such a shitty coffee shop also. Yeah. I think any coffee shop that tries to incorporate food into, yeah. um, like, uh, 
coffee shops I've ever been to are ones that don't have big food menus because yeah, well, it's it's always that... a quality and quantity as like the option. Yeah. And, and the the coffee shop I worked at chose quantity, and so they just kept expanding this terrible menu. And like mm. our our cooking style was, we had like five microwaves in the back that we had to use, <laughs> and like it was terrible. Yeah. What, what about what about Virginia? What were you saying? Oh, I was just like the one that I I used to work at was always doing that too. Um, and like so, uh, the one I worked at was also like a local chain as well. And yeah, yeah. there's like five different locations and all of them have different uh, cooking like stuff, but they all have the same menu. So, and <laughs> so we would just mic like we, okay. In some of the locations that I had to work, uh, you know, people would ask for chicken and I would take a chicken breast and put it in the microwave. Oh and no. It would, it would be done. Um, yeah. Yeah, that place sucked so bad. <laughs> it was always really dirty, and we had rats. And also, we have a we have a really bad homeless oh problem God. where I live because it's really sad because the city doesn't, you know, do much to help. And mm -hmm. so we would have a lot of people coming in and sitting all day. Um, I had a guy pee all over the bathroom, oh um, threatened me. Yeah. My my boyfriend, who also worked at the same coffee shop, had a guy who was sitting in the back uh shit his pants <laughs> and he had to clean oh, it up God. yeah <laughs> yeah God, this is so similar to the yeah. coffee shop i worked at well so i remember you know, the thing what, what, so so our coffee shop had like free coffee refills so like uh, like homeless people were really attracted to the coffee shop because they could buy a one cup, like yeah what buy like a one you know two dollar coffee and then they could save the whole day Yes. because it's got free refills mm. which was which was really cool like come winter time like i mentioned the polar vortex or something like it's yeah. like these, these people don't have anywhere to go um yeah no uh, yeah it, it was exactly that issue like th then you know you're, you're put in kind of a moral question but it's like well this homeless guy is yelling in the store right now and it's like well if mm -hmm. i kick him out that's not going to be good because it's very cold outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I usually wouldn't kick him out. Um, I, 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 no, I don't think I ever did. But yeah, no, there, there was a lot of that stuff for sure here. And the homeless shelters in, in Iowa are terrible, to be honest. Um, yeah. They kick people out for like the craziest shit. And I don't know. Yeah. The one in our city, um, if, if, they, if they want to stay there, they have to agree that... If they get a job while they're staying there, the homeless shelter takes all of the money from their job um, mm. and keeps it until they leave. So it's it's mm. like a never ending cycle of like because they don't want to go to the shelter because all of the money that they'll have has to be given back to the shelter. Yeah, and right. there's like so many rules and that are just like insane to follow. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, yeah, it was always really like frustrating because I, there were a lot of homeless people that would come in and be really, um, uh, I don't know. It, it, I, I had a guy once who was obviously like really mentally ill and he would come in and talk to me all the time. And he, mm -hmm. he gave me a picture of a knife that he drew once. Um, <laughs> and I didn't really know what to do because I was like, <laughs> It's not really bothering anyone, but like 
Yeah. I, I don't feel safe, but so I didn't really do anything, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's always a big dilemma. Mm. Yeah. The other, like, when I worked at this um, small business, like fast food place, I worked with this girl that she one day she like had a really bad heroin problem and then one day while i was working she was like waiting on people and she nodded off like right onto someone's table like fell asleep (laughs) and like fell onto someone's table but they they didn't fire her but yeah it was like kind of crazy yeah god damn Anything in, in the restaurant business is not where you want to be. It's it's oh, rough, yeah. but I mean, but I but I like I like it. I do like it. I don't know. I that that's kind of what I what I I hate about it is I I wish like like I wish I wish restaurant owners and like or restaurant employees and like coffee shop employees at least in the city I'm in were like unionized because on the whole like I do genuinely like the like putting work into something and then having like, Oh, I, I, you know, I developed the skill of making a good latte. Like I like the feel of that genuinely, but, um, they're, they're just, they're able to run businesses in such a shitty way. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's true of any, any small business like that, where mm-hmm. it's cause I mean, there, there's no, there's never any like full-time opportunity in those mm-hmm. sorts of businesses. Yeah. yeah. So any anything around that is always, I think, going to have just a really shitty. Um, it's just going to be yeah. really shitty for the workers. Like unless <clears throat> if if it's one of the minimum wage kind of roles like that, especially in food services. Which sucks because, like, I mean, I mean, I like, I actually like food service. Like if yeah. it's if it's food I can be proud of, then I'm actually I actually like food service. Yeah. Um, I don't know, which I think is a thing that doesn't get talked about enough because I think we we generally see food service workers as someone who like, you know, didn't graduate college or something, and you know they right. they well, could they could always see they it fell as into like a temporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah. I mean, you you don't generally think of it as a career, right? Yeah. No, but and, and that yeah. was actually like oh, that brief moment when we had hope back when like Bernie seemed like he was winning. Uh, for mm-hmm. a second there, um, I went to an event that was like service workers of Des Moines for, for Bernie. And it was kind of interesting because like one of the things, the guy who was speaking, who, one of the things he had said was like, you know, some of us who do suit food service because, because we love food service and it had mm-hmm. like dawned on me that it was like, well, yeah, that that's actually part of what goes into it. Like, obviously I'm in school for like philosophy and history and, I'd like a, you know, professor job or whatever, but like, I do actually, if I could be proud of the work I'm doing, like I I do actually Mm -hmm. like food service. I like like producing something that people will eat and it's like good, (laughs) you know, and with coffee. I I think there's, I felt like the exact same. Well, I like feel the exact same way in that, like, because all of the food service places that I've worked at have been like, incredibly uh like dirty and mismanaged and like i i have um kind of uh not severe but enough to be a problem um like contamination ocd so like working food service was always like i if i were to work somewhere that was um 
you know, like, yeah, clean. And (laughs) there were a lot of, there was like a lot of effort into putting out like good, like quality food. Yeah. But, you know, that would be great. Like that would be fun. Maybe even like fulfilling, like. Well, I think that there's something to be said for having a connection with the result of your work, right? Like, well, yeah, that's I one mean, thing that you get with food yeah. service is it's immediate. You make something and it's immediately consumed, right? You get to be there for the whole life cycle of, not, of not, what you're creating. Yeah, not not to be the obnoxious Marxist again, but that's that's like alienation. That's what alienation is kind of like described as. It's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, the clockmaker used to be able to make a clock and then go, I made this clock. But, you know, eventually through Adam Smith's kind of idea of like a factory broken down into its parts, someone turns into, I make the hour hand on the clocks. Yeah. And they, they don't feel that satisfaction anymore. Right. Well, and satisfaction and diversity of work, too. Yeah. Oh there's... yeah, that that's what Japanese companies have like tried to do to combat that idea of alienation generally as they like rotate which part of the factory you work in because you know you you actually feel more of a connection to it if you're like right. oh well, I work it's... I work I do the hour hand now I do the minute hand now I do the you know now I do the woodwork yeah, well and it's more than just that with Japanese companies because there's a career culture there um, and I've right, got a friend who right. works at Nissan and he was, he was talking to me a bit about this where, you know, part of the reason why they switch you around a ton early in your career is so that when you get to later in your career and you're in management and you've kind of risen the ranks, you understand kind of the whole swath of the organization. That That's true. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, like if I, if I start working at a coffee shop, um, if I rise the ranks, what that looks like is I manage the coffee shop. I don't like climb the ranks though of like coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. We don't have like a real co- career path there. Cause well, and I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's honestly, one of the I could, I would, challenges yeah, with, that's one of the challenges with a lot of the food services jobs. Why a lot of people, why it's hard to see as, as a career sometimes because, well, where do you go? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. We don't, we definitely don't have a good career path for, for food service workers, which sucks because I think food is actually like such a base human thing that like it, it deserves that. This episode of VLVC is brought to you by the nation of Islam. Um, proudly supported by our, uh, by co-host Josiah, who very much so agrees with everything that the leader Louis Farrakhan has said, especially statements regarding Jews. Um, you know, Nation of Islam is very loved and this podcast, uh, as well as the Aryan Nation. So thank you, Nation of Islam. And it's important to note that any financial contributions you give to the show go directly to these organizations. We believe that the Nation of Islam and Josiah's personal (laughs) politics are very closely connected and intertwined, and we're grateful that Josiah has given us the opportunity to work with such a diverse and fun set of sponsors. This is chaos. (laughs) It was Claire's idea. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, my God. Yeah, so so we could do some some takeaways from this episode and then go on to the yeah, end. Yeah, so uh, 
Beautiful. Claire, what did you learn today? <laughs> what did um, we learn? I learned that every small coffee shop is the same. <laughs> uh, there's no difference. We all do the yeah. same shit. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Jared, um, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that Josiah is not only mm. a Marxist, but also has An ties alcoholic. to the Aryan Brotherhood. No, 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 and no, no. And, and the Islam one. Nation of Islam? Nation of Islam? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm a big James Baldwin guy. I'm not a... All right. Well, I, I hear you're a big anti-Semitic guy. I'm not. That's what I learned today. <laughs> this is, is how much Josiah hates yeah. Jewish people. If if your ex <laughs> is Jewish, you you literally broke up with Judaism. Like that's the most anti-Semitic yeah. thing you oh, can yeah. do. That's that's true. <laughs> I, I bet she would agree. Actually, I, I, I I'll message her right now. You, you should. <laughs> that would be the funniest thing. That that would be the funniest thing you could do. Uh, so Josiah, what are, what are your takeaways? What are my takeaways? Um, yeah, what you learned today? Uh, I'm confirmed that, that, uh, startups are bad and also local business owners are probably bad. Yeah. But workers are cool. So this is confirmed kind of my, my political bias, actually. I, I, I think this, that was a confirmation bias kind of thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You believe what you want to. I do. Yeah. Cause what I, what I want to believe is cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, cr Christian Leninism. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do think it's such a hilarious bit that you and I disagree, but it's because I'm more conservative than you religiously and more left than you politically. I do think <laughs> great bit that, for show. that I mean, it's true. <laughs> I'm you know, a, a spiritual capitalist at heart. <laughs> I do like, I do like, yeah, you, you met my girlfriend over New Year's and you were like, she's a great match for you because she is somehow a traditionalist and a leftist at the same time. And I don't understand that, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you found someone else that did that bit, but it works. <laughs> All I want well, is just a, a nice liberal, so <laughs> This is a generic nice liberal. liberal. That's generic. all I need. I need just basically a moderate. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> Preferably somebody who is politically apathetic. You you could probably date like my exes generally. That's no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> you weren't a fan I've seen of, the you people you date. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm gonna cut Claire, this. you don't even know. I'm, I'm loving ridiculous. this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. It's okay. I've dated a lot of like mistakes as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> I dated that was a lot a of dumb idea. I dated a lot of weed dealers and uh, uh guys that would order them. stuff off the dark web. Oh yes. Nice. <laughs> I dated a lot of nurses, which I think is just as bad. Nurses, what is what's up with you and the nurses? Are do I you want to be taken care of? <laughs> no, I I work well. I live in Peoria. Yeah, this where is the toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, no, I, I work in Peoria. I live in Peoria, where the 
two, like there's two massive health systems here. So everybody is either a nurse or a teacher. I see. And there's like no in between. Um, and so I've dated a lot of nurses and teachers. I'm glad we've tackled this. I'm glad that That's this nice. was a good talk. Yeah. This was a good talk. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. The media said what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, so that's the takeaway. That was that takeaways we got. Yep. All I right. think that's it. We so did it's it. End yeah. segments. So it's the Patreon now. Yeah. So Claire, we've got this bit that we do um, every episode <laughs> where we have our guest give us a Patreon ad. So tell people why they should give us money. Uh, people should give a very legal, very cool pod uh, money because I I think people have too much money um, and they already give a lot of money to bad podcasts. So why not give money to a good podcast? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very compelling argument. Yeah. Yeah. You should you should be making enough money to be um, considered a, a capitalist on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's what that's what we need. We need to turn very legal, very cool into a startup. We need yeah. to get some venture funding here. It. Honestly, that that fits the yeah. We're so close We're to being like kind of a kind of a Nathan for you thing on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We might as well just really oh, yeah. double down on it. Yeah. Yeah. Start a startup. Yeah. We could do it. Yeah. So <clears throat> nice. That that was a good ad. Dumb podcast. Um, uh, we do not have any new uh, reviews on iTunes, though we did get another no more okay. written reviews, but we did get another five star review. So we are up to eighteen ratings. Nice. So we you we got say, an email. We an did email. get an email. Yes. Yeah. Somebody but, somebody sent an email to uh hello at very legal very dot cool. Which again, we will read those emails if you send them. Yeah, anything you send, no matter what you write in it, Josiah will read it out loud. Oh, I mean so, no matter so what I, you should write. Should I read this one then? Yeah, okay. I got it. Yeah. It's it's from Miss Miss B, of course. Uh she says, uh Jared, comma. I'm not using a very friendly interface to send these emails, but the gist of what I was saying was, fuck you. Why did you unfollow me on Twitter? That's fucked. And you're DMing me and shit for your bits. What the fuck, man? I'm so angry. Why do you hate me? Jesus Christ, I'm so fucking sad. Sent from my Nintendo Switch. So, uh, so, so that's what B had to say to you. Be the reason I unfollowed you. I think that was part of a bit, and you unfollowed me first, and then I unfollowed you. Um, or maybe I unfollowed you first. That's you probably follow the case. Back, man. Um, I could, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. Everybody should follow um, at Midwest underscore she mo. That's she. She's great. She's funny. So that's that's. Oh my, email god, oh, my god, oh my god! 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 We just got a new ten dollar Patreon subscriber. Holy Yay. shit! I didn't realize that. No, like literally just this second. Literally, what literally the fuck? just came up in my email. What? Oh, I I'm logged on to Patreon right now too. What? What? Whoa.
Oh yeah, that's my 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 legal name. My full name uh, is Don't put this in the pod. I oh, I hate okay. my first name. It's <laughs> So here's gotcha. here's a a dilemma we're in right now. Is cuz the the $10 tier is that we're supposed to make fun of you on the pod. Yeah. How's that a dilemma? So, well, okay. Okay. So she just so gets if a we... front row seat. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, do not do not put my first name out there. I hate it. I don't okay. use it, but it it did that because that PayPal makes me. Oh, the full name. Okay. Yeah, uh, Claire, there, Claire, can you just say Claire a couple times, and then we'll we'll just dub that in over your first name. Claire, Claire, Claire. Oh man, Perfect. I'm Claire. so I'm so excited to edit this episode. Claire. This will be good. It's <laughs> gonna be a night. Claire. <laughs> Claire. Perfect. Could you, could you could you say uh Claire's following us? I, I really think that you should dub it over. I think it'd be funny. I think that would be so funny. <laughs> I think it would just put more like mystery over like yeah. who I am. Well if we yeah. kept most of this I don't conversation but if we kept most of this conversation but bleeped out the entire time, that could be kind of funny. That would be very funny. <laughs> okay, It'd be good. All right, It'd be really all right, good. All right, we'll keep that. This back. is good stuff. Okay. Well, so, thank so, you. Well, thank you least... for uh, being our Patreon. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, I, I guess I'm gonna about to send you guys some Twitter ads of um, people who we are making fun of on, on Twitter today, uh, all the Patreon people. And one of them is you. Awesome. Is Skim Dragon still? Uh, I think we. Still this on is the, the last. Block? This is the last episode. Okay. Of her on the chopping block, and I feel like we haven't been mean enough to her. So, so yeah, this is the last shot to be mean to Skim Dragons. So. All right. All right. So let's let's really uh really rip into her this time. Because because I I Kyle joined last episode and and Claire joined today. So yeah. I don't know if, if this has been mentioned enough, but like her ratio of following to followers is disgusting. I've never That's... seen one that bad. Wait, she's following yeah, yeah. hers, hers, and she's her, got hers is worse followers. than mine, which is saying something because I've got a pretty yeah. bad ratio with yours that. is pathetic. Yeah, um, mine's about 50 50 giant knock against her. She used something she learned in our podcast in everyday conversation, which is embarrassing. Wait, what'd she use? She posted, I was just able to use my knowledge of the Neopets black market in everyday conversation. <laughs> Thanks, very legal, very cool. What kind of conversation? <laughs> what kind of conversations are you having? <laughs> the Neopet black market was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh man, even the next tweet's not good either. I want rose gold everything. Phone case, done. Nose ring, done. Smartwatch, Amazon uh, Echo, the list goes on. Plate my body in rose gold when I die. Like Rose gold mm. is the worst metal <laughs> on earth. Does it? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah that's, I, that's just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you be more basic? Wow, you have a rose gold phone case? Oh my god. Oh my god. That is so she, 2016. <laughs> she liked a, a Phoebe Bridgers tweet and and everybody hates Phoebe Bridgers right now. I, I don't really understand why, but 
So I think to that's take that, the dumbest thing. I like. I still like Phoebe Bridgers. I still. Like I don't Phoebe understand. Bridgers, what but no, we're cut, cutting this out. Fuck Phoebe Bridgers. No, fuck you. <laughs> and, I I like to listen. Fuck to her this, friends. I like to listen to the screaming song, but I think she's kind of boring sometimes. Really? Yeah. Aww, well, I'll, I like I'll say. Music. I listen she, to new metal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More of a limp biscuit person. I'm more of a I'm more of a, a corn kind of girl. <laughs> uh, she she's the most boring member of of boy genius. I will say that that's my. She hot, is my favorite my member. Take. I like. I actually prefer what? Her to the other two. What yeah. Julian Baker is the best member of Julian well, Baker is boring. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna kill you. I like Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> I, I'm so pissed at you. Julian Baker's amazing. She's no limp biscuit. I'll give her that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're getting distracted. Yeah, don't don't give me this um, he said she said bullshit. Yeah, I think I think this is the last. I think this is the last Skim Dragons knock Thank on God. Episode. <laughs> yeah, she's been too normal on Twitter. <laughs> I liked when we were, you know, like like hitting on like poking on like ross because we could like look through his likes and he would like just like all these come town adjacent tweets it was so mm-hmm. easy to pick on him but <laughs> but not not she she's just kind of she likes hockey <laughs> like, claire, well yeah claire in the coming at, weeks, at least ross liked to... uh like racist tweets occasionally i don't <laughs> claire we're gonna need you to get a lot more problematic in the coming month Oh, that's fine. I can do that. We need some good. We need some good stuff to yeah, uh, yeah to riff yeah. on here. Oh, that's definitely doable. I yeah. I I toned <laughs> myself down online, so I, I guess mean, I'll, I'll have to amp it up. Rant, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of a a critique on Skim Dragons too. Like, <laughs> come too on, normal. <laughs> like, not even. It's just like believe in something, right? Uh, what if, what, okay. All yeah. right. Let's, let's move on to Kyle. Let's, let's take Kyle to Kyle's task. At least he has more followers. Oh, here's something embarrassing. Yeah, more uh, Kyle's in Virginia. That is embarrassing. Wow. Yeah. I shat, I shat on that. He said he identifies as a coastal elite, which now knowing, wait, he's from Virginia. That does barely counts. That doesn't count at all. That's, That's not like coastal elite. What the fuck you talking? Oh yeah, I'm from North California and I'm a coastal elite. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you if you're looking at his account, Claire, I would recommend looking at likes. Oh yeah. Holy shit that brings up the best shit because that's the stuff people do that they don't realize you can see. Oh man, he liked the uh the it's a tweet that's just like the the money emoji and then it's got an arrow pointing at it and it says le capitalist realism face. <laughs> like the old I mean I mean that's uh, I mean that's bullshit. Memes. I mean that's bullshit. <laughs> man, he's liking a lot of these Josiah tweets. That's bullshit. That's problematic. That is problematic. He liked one that just said so much for the tolerant left Batman and it's the Joker hanging upside down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's super, super stupid. He apparently appreciated you going like all in the other, the last episode and really. Oh, good. Good. It's all I know. Being mean. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Raised by the streets.
of you know Peoria, yeah, of of Illinois. Now, now, I was raised in North Carolina. I'll have you know. Yeah, you're Southern technically. I am a Southerner. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. What part? I'm act- actually, I'm technically a coastal elite. I was in North Carolina. Um, I was in. Uh, I was out by Cary for a while, and then I lived in Charlotte okay. for a, a good while. Gotcha. I think he might be a socialist, which is problematic. <laughs> That's true. More, more, more problematic. He likes MMA, which. Oh, yeah, is, that's that's pretty bad. Mm, that's that a red flag. That is. And I don't know. I don't know what to say to I don't know what to say to Kyle, because because frankly, I, I enjoy his online presence. I feel like I feel like I things were worse last this. week. It, he's gotten better. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I feel like I just had a lot to rag on last week. And then this week it's like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little less inspired today. Maybe that's it. Or maybe he's gotten better. But I, I'm going to say it's a good jab to just point out getting better because of a podcast. That's pretty lame. Yeah, I'd say. true. <laughs> we taught him. A, we sure taught him a lesson last time. Yeah, he's cleaned the, up his act. A podcast that gets like 20 listens oh, a day. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah you're you're turning your life around because of that that's i mean we've almost got two thousand listens total i mean claire claire you've been quiet do you have any do you have anything to add here i mean i he just liked a a post that's like just a picture of a gun so i think his i think his standards for like for like liking tweets are pretty low like bare minimum that is true i don't know that sounds kind of cool i mean yeah yeah that is kind of cool but just a gun not only just a gun it's an entirely chinese at that's just at nice guns <laughs> does he follow them does, does he follow, nice, follow nice guns does he well very legal very cool does now and yes he does <laughs> <laughs> it's just guns this it's is great <laughs> I'm gonna nice retweet what, what, wait, what's the at yeah. of nice guns? It's it's nice, nice underscore guns. guns. Underscore guns. It literally is that. Nice guns. Oh, it is Chinese. Hey, That's right. Nice guns. Nice guns. Oh my god. Nice guns. Th- those. You know what? I follow <laughs> this now too. Here's a funny. Who who the fuck? I have a bunch of people who follow him. <laughs> So the this Trotskyist I follow who says he's uh whose whose bio says he's a radical Judeo Buddhist thought leader. Uh he follows what them. does that mean? I don't know. I think it's, it's intentionally nonsensical. Oh, okay. oh yeah, no, what I think it's pretty intentional. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, it's I'm more like, that I like I don't know what that means. I I don't <laughs> Judeo Buddhist. <laughs> So he's so he's reform. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's reform. It's, it's just Protestantism or <laughs> Sufi Islam. I don't know. It's... So he's a reform Jew. That's, that's oh yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, that was I was approaching that with Christian eyes. That's yeah. <laughs> wow. Yet that's another time, great. Josiah just overlooks wow. the entire yeah. the entire you religion are, here. You are silencing. 
<laughs> you you are silencing over? Jewish voices. Shame. <laughs> Shame. This is it. I'm finally gonna get canceled. <laughs> we should we should like start posting like actually like this guy is an anti-Semite. I I, I agree. I have, I have had one person attempt to cancel me for for uh, for anti-Semitism before. Now you got three. It, did, it didn't work. It didn't work very well. But it was because I just kind of half-assedly said like, "Ah, I don't support the state of Israel." Yeah. And then then they were like posting that around my school, like, "Oh, this guy's an anti-Semite," and it, <laughs> it didn't work. But they tried. They tried. That's what counts. Mm -hmm. All right. I think I've sufficiently retweeted enough guns. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> 20 of them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh la last person to rag on is actually Cl Claire herself. And then Claire, how would you like to get us started? No. <laughs> well, first off, you're from Virginia, so yeah. common commonality there with uh Kyle, let's see yeah, here. Let's go through the likes. Well, you like the gun, of, which is problematic. A lot, of the, a lot of these Josiah tweets, which is bullshit. <laughs> she liked that uh, that one of the Red Scare girls is in a movie, which is problematic. <laughs> um, she actually let's directed see. the movie. Oh, uh, oh, even uh, even uh, more than actually? that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> Claire liked something that just says my gender is punk motherfucking dumbass, which is pretty pretty cringe. Where? Just Where says my I... gender is punk Where? motherfucking dumbass. You oh, liked it on February 9th. Oh, yeah, that's my friend Eli. <laughs> Oh. She, well, she, Claire and she, her friends she liked, are pretty cringe. She liked a tweet from from Clickhole that says, uh, "Twitter will now only allow users to tweet die bitch to bitches who should die,' <laughs> which is I mean, pretty misogynistic, fair. I'd say." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't she liked think a tweet that was just signs taken on a medium format camera, which is also pretty cringe. I don't think we've we've had a we've had a Patreon a patron more anti-Semitic and and misogynistic than Clara. <laughs> yeah, now I, you're I just trying to recoup here. Yeah, I really hate women. I hate myself. <laughs> um, I hate, yeah, nothing worse than Jewish right. women. Yeah, I'm a female misogynist. <laughs> well, you're in good company. Women. That's good. You do like a lot of Josiah's tweets. That is uh That's prob problematic. Because he shows up so often on my I, I That's do, true. I do tweet a lot. He tweets constantly. <laughs> he tweets a lot. It's it's impressive you've stayed mutuals with me to be honest because what what oh. happens is I, I usually gain a follower and then like lose them in a month. <laughs> yeah, I have a pretty like high tolerance to like anything. So <laughs> Claire liked a tweet that just says, "Anyone else start acting particular when corn comes on?" <laughs> and that is pretty. Uh, that uh... is pretty bad. <laughs> are you are you a big Slipknot fan? Eh, Slipknot's okay. 
yeah, I'm not either. But they're from they're from Iowa. That's oh, that's yeah. one of those obligatory Iowa facts that that we're supposed to give. Yeah, I, I've I've met I've met the late singer by accident because he was buying stuff at Target when I oh, worked wow. at Target. Yeah, that that's what happens when you live in Des Moines. There was this guy who was like a big music guy that worked at Target with us. And he was like, "Holy shit, I just met the lead singer of Slipknot." And we're like, "Yeah, he comes here all the time." <laughs> He's kind They're of also an asshole. Like something it, by his the... wife sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Claire also liked something by the colon broom uh, that says, "How I made myself poop. I felt the difference in my bowel movements after twelve hours." Uh, results may vary due to personal features. It's funny. <laughs> I made myself. Claire, we don't want to know about your poop problems. I love. It's just the ad is like how I made myself poop? Question mark. <laughs> I made myself poop. Oh my god. <laughs> I. I hate to bring back up this this Slipknot shit, but the the lead singer of of Corey Taylor has a a son who would come to the coffee shop I worked at all the time. Yeah, and he would just play. He he would like stand in line to order a shake at because we'd had shakes there. Um, and he would put on earbuds and play just like air guitar in the line. And and he was the most annoying customer I've ever dealt with. So anyway, so so uh. new metal sucks. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I know that wasn't related to what we were saying, but I was just thinking about that. And... New metal rocks. <laughs> they gave I... us Limp Biscuit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should for all the transition music, should I just find like new metal stuff for the song? Uh, you should play some like Evanescence or Oh some... my god. When I was a big Evanescence fan, um Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was also a really big um ironically a big Flyleaf fan. Oh, mm. I, I was a huge Flyleaf fan. Of course I was. I was raised evangelical. Of course I was. <laughs> I didn't know until like uh, a while ago and someone told oh, me. Oh, I, I very much knew. I told everyone. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you were one of those kids that's Yeah, like, I was like, you know actually your band that you like is Christian? <laughs> oh god. Actually? Actually, did you guys know that the band Flyly teaches the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? That's true. You just accidentally got saved. <laughs> Oops. You were you were trying to listen to I'm so sick. So I'm so sick. Well, like 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 pushing, yeah. You're trying to work out, and then here I am just telling you you got saved without realizing it. So you just got saved. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Uh, I will say Claire has tweeted twice and retweeted one, two. And retweeted twice <laughs> since coming on the episode. So clearly, not paying that much attention. Yeah, I clearly not not engaged. I want to eat at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was either uh, yeah, I want to eat at McDonald's or just a smiley face. Oh, I wanted Clairebot to. Did did not seem that important. 
changed oh, Claire, Claire Bot. Oh, Claire Bot. Claire Bot. You are a sweetheart, genius savant. You are dazzle. Also, Claire made a bot to tell her how great she is. I feel like <laughs> yeah, we haven't harped on that I don't enough. I think we've d- dived into that enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, who else is going to do it? I mean, I can't do it myself. That's true. I can't. If I could reply to all of my own tweets, like, wow, I. I I love that without people thinking that I'm like psycho, I would do it. It's true. Now, now, Claire, please tell me you did actually purchase the pee ball plate. No, <laughs> my boyfriend told me not to. And Why? Because, and you I listen? mean, I kind, of, I kind of agree with him because, like, I, I don't want to drive around and have people be like, pee ball. <laughs> <laughs> why people i don't know i think it would get old <laughs> so claire is also a coward there's that <laughs> who, who dislocated her shoulder trying to see if she could lick her elbow yeah <laughs> that'll happen you'll get that i yeah. feel like we've done patreon for like 15 minutes of this that's point. true we've we've been at it for a bit and i i do have to edit this episode <laughs> Yeah, but you've got so long. You've got so many days to do this. It is rare because, man, we played it so close last episode. That was crazy. Would you shut up, man? We we, we recorded an episode on Sunday evening, and we do episodes every Monday. That was terrible. Okay, but to be fair, we offered to record on Thursday. Yeah, no, I was. And you said no. You said you wanted. I was into the challenge, and it and it worked out right. And that's fine. I respect that, but you can't complain about it now. No, but I'm just I'm just pointing that out. That that's funny that we did that. Actually, it's actually an episode we've gotten like a lot of listens on. Can Can you redo that so I can edit this well? No. Oh. Well, this is Patriot. Uh, this is this is Twitter news. Welcome. I I'm so glad that Jared just decided it was Twitter news. Uh, I, that was so good of you to do. Thank mm-hmm. you. Let me find the trouble. I'm helping you for editing later. Yeah. That that actually made it worse but <laughs> well what, what's our what's our uh, i'm trying to find a trello board here let's see there we go okay oh you got the first twitter news bit oh yeah so i got i got attacked by the anti-italian racism cow <laughs> because you were being racist to italians so it was honestly, a pretty, it you, was man. a funny bit though if if you hate it so much, you sh- you should read it. Read it. Tell me what did I say? What you know was what? so so anti-Italian? Okay, I, yeah, I will. Italian, so fuck you. <laughs> if it if it wants to open, it's not it opening. Italian American. I'm tired of the stereotypes about Italians. Why does everyone pretend we're a bunch of loud mobs? I can't do the um Italian American directors. I'm going to make a movie about mobsters. I thought that was a good tweet. Okay, like I thought that was good. I... It's not it's not our fault that Goodfellas is just one of the best movies ever made. It's look oh, it's true? a good movie. It's a good film. Like <laughs> I just thought just it was because funny. we I... happen to be masterful filmmakers concerning our own heritage. 
doesn't mean that you can just get online and start posting hate speech, appropriating our culture and 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 acting like Actually, acting like you can talk about Italians. I, I, I physically talked to Scorsese and he told me I was allowed to be racist against Italians. So you do you do not get the pasta card that easy. The pasta card. God, that rules. Wait, I have something for this. This isn't going to be as funny as I'm acting like it is, but I'm going to do it instead of post the uh, the next one. Oh shit! I don't think I downloaded it. Never mind. It was a. It was a. Oh, you're just doing the next. Man, I shouldn't give you access to my Twitter news. That really spoils a bit. That really spoils a bit when you have access to my tweets. Um, Elon Musk likes the Ita the the Babylon Bee. The Italian Bee is what I was about to say. Hey, you watch it. <laughs> Onion did a jab at CEOs and they just did a, did a post. It was like the habits of Silicon Valley's most powerful fortune 500 CEOs. And it was a link. And then Elon Musk to try to get back at them was like, have you read the Babylon B? It's great. And as past Twitter news and parlor news has led on, the Babylon B kind of sucks. So I, I don't know. That was just kind of a funny post. I don't know. Jesus Christ. You don't. Wait, how do you, how do you have a do you have a parlor news? Jesus Christ. Wait, do I you have a have parlor news? Oh, you're just doing that. Okay. All right. That was the old bit when he did parlor news was he would he would do the the Twitter news bit but like distorted and fucked up. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's a good bit. Here's is Pedro L Gonzalez said to watch sports today is to subsidize a class of ungrateful, often illiterate, often criminal people who get paid millions of dollars to play a game while lecturing you about how awful are you in your country? It also tends to turn men into spectators in the same way porn does. Thank you, Pedro. <laughs> I love to be this. fair, I consume sports in much the same way that I consume porn. You jerk off during them? Yeah, is I that, jerk off during yeah, them. There were so many replies to this that were so funny, and it was always that. It was Definitely like, it when I watch you're... hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you and skim dragon yeah yeah he, he went into a thread but i don't want to read the thread because it's it's as bad as it seems will be so uh f fellas fellas is it gay to watch things <laughs> i i love we've gotten to a point that it's is it is it fellas is it gay to do sports <laughs> just a bunch of sweaty muscled up men uh, out in the field uh, getting all uh, handsy with each other that's right uh okay here here's what here's here's what we uh what i think people on twitter expected me to post here here's the one it's from at um, and you know, the Brooklyn dad defiant guy, the, the resistance Twitter guy, you know him. 
You know him. I don't know him. He writes, oh, people who are on Twitter to a point that it causes like brain damage, they know who he is. He writes, right here. I, I know. I'm I'm hitting myself as to say it. Uh, he writes, I am traumatized all over again while watching this video recap. Don't try to tell me January 6th was not worse than 9-11. These rioters were Americans. <laughs> I hate to say it, buddy, but it, it was... It was not worse than 9-11. <laughs> a guy stole a podium and one person got shot by a cop. I, I don't... It was not... Not quite the same. It's not the same at all. <laughs> not really yeah. even comparable. And plus, George Bush wasn't involved at all. Yeah, I know. That's the difference. That's the main difference. Yeah. yeah. Do do I go to this anti-Semitic bit and I'm like, well, well Jews didn't do this one. So that's the main difference. <laughs> The media said what? <laughs> That's a bit. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah, sure. You said it. Sure. Yeah, you said it. Sure. I, you. Not, I don't believe it. I don't. Yeah, it. Why would you say something like that? Oh my god. <laughs> you know, it's it always starts out as just a joke, right? Yeah. Just think, at the beginning of the episode, you didn't even know that you were anti-Semitic, and now you're intentionally uh, and now making anti-Semitic jokes. peddling anti-Semitic conspiracy And here you theories. are. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just wait till we get started talking about the banks. It's bad. <laughs> Do you have opinions on the banks? I what do you don't. Mean? He's got a lot of opinions on who he thinks that they're, runs the they're, banks. They're bad. I, I don't think she's Oh, them, are they? But they're bad. The, this is totally how they do like, God, you're every liberal ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's my fault now. Yes. As an Italian, it definitely is. <laughs> and now you're just racist. I, I will take if I get canceled for anti-Italian jokes, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. That's that I'm fine with going down that way. I'm also fine with you going down that way. That's fine. I, I could recover from that one fine. This has been Twitter News. Yes. <laughs> the soundboard to like antagonize me as much as you have in the past it's it's really kind of died down okay well you brought it back all right It's uh, it's just it's plugs and then the we're done. Said what? <laughs> it's, we just plug things and we're done. You know what, Jared? Why don't you start us off here? Why don't you start us off with plugs? Because I have to scramble for something here. Um. Hmm. 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 Doing great. I, I would like to plug, um, I would like to plug my, my, my racing progress. I've, uh, 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. This uh, let's see. I'm I am about I'm eleven weeks in to my uh, to my training program. I'm up to running um, probably about thirty, gonna be about thirty five miles this week, and I have my race schedule for this year planned out. My hopefully COVID safe race schedule and. Um, I'm I'm all on track, so yeah, I, I've gone from running no miles every week, and I ran this morning seven about seven and a half miles at about an eight minute pace. Nice, and that's better than I was. So yeah, I've got four weeks nice. until my first race, and then I've got a race every month um, until June, mm. and two of those are ultra marathons. So it'll be fun. Um, that's good. Nice. I. I I'd like to plug, um, uh, you know what? I, I'd like to plug the the artist Ian Archer, but Ian is spelled weird. It's I A I I A I N Archer, rather than I A N. Anyway, uh, they they're good. They're a North Irish uh, indie rock band. I I didn't know about them, but when uh, when we did that episode on the troubles with Chris, Chris was like, "Here's some music you should do as transition music," and most of that I ignored, except for this one band, which I looked up, and and they're actually really good. Nice. Um, I used them as as transition music, and I I, I quite enjoyed them. So yeah, nice. you should check them out. Uh, Claire, do you have any any plugs where people can follow you, etc.? Uh, yeah. Uh. On, on theme with my never-ending grift. Uh, if anyone wants to hire me, I'm free. <laughs> or, or if you want to buy bad uh, Facebook Goya merch, um, my red bubble is somewhere on my Twitter if we look hard enough. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> okay. is, this, is this the end of the episode? Did we do it? I think so. Good. I think so. This yeah, if you're been... listening, uh, hire Claire. Three and a she half can draw hours. good. I'm I so draw good, and I Hell yeah, I make stuff. She does the code. She does the code. She she makes a picture that I I laugh at every once in a while. I I think is very funny. <laughs> and I'm a diversity hire. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Claire, we are actually hiring an unpaid internship uh, here at Very Legal. Very cool. Wow. Uh, for yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. there's a lot of experience that um, that you could get being a part of of this internship program. Yeah, we we yeah. only have basically two logos that we use a lot of a lot. One of them is the main one. We have one piece one, of artwork, and and one of them was was Jared drawing a, a picture, draw draw like trying to draw a a, a picture that I took of a, a stick of ground beef that someone stuck a hole in so we really could do with kind of a, a brand rework that said i i like our current profile picture i think we should stay with the it's dead fine. possum forever yeah. yeah i like the dead possum i like it's the dead. it's got character yeah and is it really dead or is it just doing the thing that possums do i think it's sleeping. who knows that's what yeah. the deeper meaning is right no i we just we just need more like that is where we're at so you want true. more dead things? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. maybe we could branch out to other kind of roadkill. Like people? Sure. <laughs> also, also plug or at, at Mammonberg. 
at Mammonberg Pod on Twitter is the, yes. the other podcast that I'll be on. Yes, and if you're like, wow, I I wish this podcast wasn't was more left wing. Well, well, guess what, buddy? I'm on a left wing podcast now. So and what we're doing here at Very Legal, Very Cool is we are organizing um, just kind of like a group reporting of that page. So head over, flag it for (laughs) abuse, for you know pornography or whatever you want um but every day we are trying to get new people in to report and shut down mammonberg okay all right all right (laughs) uh well jared do you want to do you want to close this out uh yeah thank you for listening to very legal very cool uh this was an episode about is an anti-semite and how george bush did 9-11 that's right. Um, and how George Bush did not or was not involved in January 6th, which is why right. it wasn't as bad as 9 11. That's 9 11, yeah. Yeah. And so also, Mammonberg uh, sucks. The, 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 well, Mammonberg doesn't have an episode yet. Anyway, I'd love to be a guest on Mammonberg sometime. That would be so funny. She it was, was, it so was insane. Bad. And the sex wasn't even that good. So. <laughs> When when will you all realize I'm just a bad person? <laughs>